Some people are natural executors. A lot of times the natural executors are the ones that are succeeding. They're getting that interview. They're getting that job. They're on to the next one. And their career path is moving forward a lot of times. Sometimes with personalities who are more of the relationship builders, you know, sometimes we're not the greatest executors, but we have to narrow down and figure out how do we specifically execute on something when it's not as obvious as someone who has natural talents and motivations to then just go and execute and do the thing. This is your career GPS. The podcast designed to help teens, young adults, students, new graduates, and emerging professionals navigate their career journey. And your journey starts now. Welcome back to Your Career GPS. This is Brad Minton, and as always, I'm here with my co-host, Cassie Spencer, and we are off and running with 2022 and really, really excited to keep the momentum going into a new episode and um, a slightly new twist to our previous episode where we sat down with Madeline Mann and really talked about the importance of direction and really finding ownership in the early stages of your career, specifically as you're job searching. But we wanted to really take a step back in this week's episode and really talk about, you know, from the ground up, what are the essential things that are going to provide you direction that really come from within, uh, really understanding who you are at your core and understanding these dimensions that are going to provide you that internal compass to really move forward. And our work over the years in higher education and career services and working with our clients, this is a really, really important topic. And um, we have a really fantastic guest to be able to help us understand um, how our young listeners can really, really find direction. So Cassie, can you introduce her? Yes, so excited for our guest today and our topic. Um, originally from Los Angeles, California, and a graduate from Gonzaga University with a degree in public relations, Molly Kate made her own career change and earned her master's and credential in educational counseling and worked as a school counselor while starting her own career coaching business, Molly Kate Coaching. Molly is a Gallup Strength certified coach and utilizes Gallup Strengths to help students and young professionals find their right career fit. She helps her clients create awareness and understanding around what is the right fit for them and most importantly, why it's the right fit. Today, Molly is living in Austin, Texas with her husband and five-month-old daughter, Molly, we are so excited to have you on the podcast. I feel like it's a long time coming. <laughs> Thank you guys for inviting me. I really appreciate it. Awesome. We're so excited to dive into this today. But before we kind of get into the real uh, heart of the episode, can you tell our listeners a little bit more about your background and how you found your way into your current career coaching and current career overall? Yeah, totally. So my story starts when I was in college. I went to Gonzaga, like you said, um, and I jumped into a business major because that's what I thought I was supposed to do with my life. And that's what my parents did. So that was the example that was right in front of me. And it was in my sophomore year um, and I was in my accounting classes and my econ classes. And those were the hardest classes I had ever taken. And I was failing classes left and right. 
And it just got to the point where I looked around and I was like, this cannot be it. Like, this is miserable. This is not fun. I, I'm hating this. And I remember sitting in an accounting class one day and looking over to students next to me and they're following along. They're doing it so quickly. I'm like, how do you know all this? And they're like, we did this in high school. And I didn't get an introduction in high school. So that was my first like big red flag warning sign that this was probably not something for me. Um struggled with trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I was suggested to me by um, one of our advisors at Gonzaga to go ahead and have an appointment with the school psychologist. And this is my first introduction to a school psychologist. I didn't really know what her role was. Um, my understanding was it was a little bit more of a mental health side of things. So I was a little confused as to why I was suggested to go see her when I was more looking for career guidance versus mental health guidance. Um, met with her. She was wonderful. Um, her suggestion to me was to go ahead and take a Myers-Briggs assessment. And I'd heard of Myers-Briggs in the past, but really didn't use it too in-depth. So I went home, back to my room. I remember sitting at my computer, taking the assessment, getting my results and making an appointment to go see her again the week later, whatever it was. And I sat down, gave her my answer sheet and gave her the report. And um, she looked at me and she probably looked at it for a maybe 45 seconds. And she goes, you did it wrong. And I was like, what? What do you mean I did it wrong? She goes, you, you did it wrong. I'm like, you, I don't know you lady. Like you have known oh me for God. maybe 20 minutes. You don't know who I am. What are you talking about? Like, I was so confused and a little bit annoyed because that was her answer. Go do it again. You did it wrong. Go do it again. So I did it again. Her advice was to clear my head, get me in a, get me in a very quiet, space, um, take my time. So I did the Myers-Briggs for the second time within a week and a half or whatever it was and got my report, took it back to her. And she goes, now do you get why I said that? And put the parts next to each other and they were complete opposite of each other. And so it was a really big eye-opening moment for me to say, here's what you think you should have been doing and here's what your heart really says Mm -hmm. and where your strengths lie and who you need to be as a person in your career and in your life going forward. So that's um, that's how this all started for me. So um, got through a communications degree because it was time to graduate and I needed to get out of school as quickly as possible, um, but made my way into education and um, found my way to school counseling. I got my master's at a university that I worked for at the same time. So if anyone is looking to get a master's or go back mm-hmm. to education, Getting a job at the university is always the way to go. I know you guys are familiar with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, in about 2014, I was um, going through um, a grieving process with the death of a, my parent, one of my parents. And it um, through a, a friend of ours, I sat down and did strengths coaching with her. I was trying to figure out a little bit more specifically what I needed to do with my next steps. Mm-hmm. And um, the Gallup Strengths Finder was there and it spoke so clearly to me. I fell in love with it. And um, that was my big motivation to go get my certification in Gallup Strengths. So I've been using it ever since. Um, and it's been awesome. I've used it with my school kids, but also in my career coaching. So it's been awesome. Oh, it's fantastic. Fantastic. I think there's so many elements of your story that are very relatable, no matter what stage of your career 
you're in, uh, because certainly I, I've had a lot of experiences working with youth who go through very similar situations where they go, oh, yeah, I'm going to major in business. That sounds logical. That's, you know, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of ample opportunities there. And then, you know, again, they, they hit that wall with accounting and that's not uh, that's not uncommon. And but I love the fact that there was this really, really great person there that can help guide you and then be able to really um, challenge you a little bit uh, in your thinking and be able to provide the right resources. And that's what you're doing now. And I think it's uh, incredible work. So one of the the questions that we you know wanted to really kick off with, you know, for uh, individuals who are really struggling with their di- direction, they, you know, maybe they're in a shift, maybe they reach that point where they, they chose the wrong major and are having buyer's remorse or, or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be, but they really need that. And they, they need something better to ground themselves into. In your experience, what are those misconceptions that so many young people really have about how to go about deciding on what they want to do? Yeah, I think it's, it's learned bias as you're growing, uh, growing up. Like in my case, it was business. Like that's all I know. It's, you know, not as young people, we don't always take the time to understand the ins and outs and the details around what these careers are, are and what they really offer and how they are well suited to each and each of us individually. Um, I think maybe not necessarily misconceptions, but commonalities that I see a lot of the time are, um, the big one is comparison. It's looking around. I mean, our lives are on social media now. So especially as young kids and students, they're, you're seeing everything all the time. And even if it's not an obvious comparison conversation or something that I'm physically doing to compare myself, but it's it's subconscious and it happens all the time, whether we like it or not. And sometimes that is ingrained in us and we have to create the awareness around that to shift out of that. Um, but when we're comparing ourselves to others, we have decided that you know, they're probably further along. It looks like they've got it all figured out. And my first question to that is, who are you to decide that they have it all figured out? What are you seeing on the surface level that tells you that they have it all figured out? You know, you got to, you have to ask yourself these questions. So that's number one. But number two is, you know, some people are they grow up and they, they know they want to be a doctor right away. They know they want to be a, um, engineer right away. They know they want to be someone who's in a creative field right away. And the people who are very, very strong in their conviction of who they are and who they want to be when they grow up, you have to remind yourself that they have been in positions with their family members, with their coaches, with their teachers, in their environments that have been very, very well, very specifically suited towards their strengths. Okay, sometimes those situations are set up for them, um, whether they like it or not, and it's been a really great situation coming out of that. For most of us, for the other side of the table, it's, you know, we have a hard time communicating with our teachers. You know, sometimes we don't get along with our parents, and our parents don't understand who we are and our strengths, and it's more of a combative situation than a supportive situation sometimes, and, you know, we're in a class that just doesn't speak to who we are and doesn't support our strengths, so as we, and me included, and as we have those hiccups going along, we have to take some time to figure out what makes sense to us so we can get through those situations, but then change directions and um, go down the path that really speaks to us most specifically going forward. 
Yeah, I think that is really important to recognize that kind of all of the influences that we have growing up and throughout our lives really does dictate and impact, maybe a better word, really impacts how we look at our careers and what opportunities are available to us, the things that we learn and the things that are kind of deemed like acceptable careers versus others. And and all of that kind of plays a role into this. And I think that Mm -hmm. leads really nicely into along the same lines of what you're saying, this, this comparison of careers and people kind of quote, having it all figured out and then people really struggling to find that clarity with their careers. And I know, you know, all three of us have worked in education and we've worked with students who are kind of in that place of feeling really uncertain and feeling like it's a really big challenge to kind of find that clarity and to make a decision when it comes to their career. So in your work, I know you do a lot with strengths and and so much more, but why do you feel like it's such a challenge for so many people to make those decisions? And maybe what are some things they can do to help kind of ease through that process? Yeah. Number one is you got to listen to your gut. Um, you know the right answers, whether you think you do or you don't, you got to listen to your gut. And sometimes working with a, an advisor, sometimes working with a coach, what we're really good at is basically translating what you've said to us in a different way so it makes sense to you. So reaching out and getting support is super, super, super helpful. Even if you just have questions, even if you don't feel completely stuck, getting someone to be on the same page with you to walk you through that is super, super helpful. Um, Number two to that is you know, you not only need to know your strengths, but you need to know your weaknesses. So in the Gallup's world, we have um, what we call balconies and what we call basements. Are you guys familiar with Gallup at all? I should have asked that. Yes, yes. Yeah. Perfect. Um, So for those listening, you have your strengths, those things that you do really, really well, those natural motivations, those things that just click, they make sense to you. These are the light bulb moments that are fun. They're the super, super fun part of all this. The basement is when your strengths are being impacted by a situation or an environment that just isn't your your jam. It's just not your vibe. It's not working out. And or maybe you're working with someone who is a challenging relationship and they're just not supportive of your strengths. So learning, um, creating awareness of what those basements are and what those blind spots are and understanding not only what they are, but why they're so impactful to you specifically um, can help you shift um, your focus. It can help you kind of change things up and navigate around those difficult obstacles um, to make really clear decisions for yourself. And when you make those clear decisions for yourself, you are gaining so much confidence as you go through it. So knowing what you want to um, apply for job-wise is is clear and it's exciting. Knowing um, how you're going into an interview because you know those balconies and basements and you can speak clearly to that and communicate to that. It's not it's not scary anymore. It's not intimidating more anymore. It's, you know, this is who I am and this is who I I'm going to show up as. And, you know, sometimes it's, it can be a little bit more of like a take it or leave it type of a thing. I'm, I'm sticking <laughs> to my guns on this one. So knowing, knowing yourself and creating the awareness around who you are and what you need um, is going to help you shift through those decisions as, as smoothly as possible. I don't know if, um, Cassie, if you're feeling this way, but I almost kind of feel like this is uh, a bit of a prequel <laughs> a little <laughs> bit to a lot of the things that we were talking about last uh, last episode, um, you know, really about 
where that direction really comes from, where it starts, where it originates from and getting grounded on those, as she was talking about, understanding those strengths. Mm -hmm. I think everything that you said is is just 100 percent dead on. One of the elements that I really, really appreciated was about that role that a coach or a professional or a counselor or psychologist or (laughs) whoever that might happen to be. Mm -hmm. to, as you said, translate. And it's such a brilliant word because one of the things that uh, it's easy for us to do is just kind of get stuck in our heads and spin and spin and spin and spin and spin and not gain any traction because we're used to like framing things in the same way. But if you get that outside perspective to be able to kind of like shape it a little bit differently it's like hearing it like brand new for the first time, even though it's the exact same concept, you know? Totally. Completely. I was working, I was working with someone just a few weeks ago and um, she was deciding whether she wanted to go to grad school or not. Is this the right program for me? What are we going to do? And um, we went through the, the, balcony exercise and we did the basement one and I left her with the basement exercise as homework to then come back and let's have a conversation about it. And um, more often than not, and I, I know this is this happens and this was the case for me when I was going through it, but leaving them with the basement activity, it, it doesn't give you the greatest feeling because you're creating awareness around things that you might be doing that aren't isn't super helpful for you and or someone else. And it just, it doesn't leave you feeling great. And so coming back to that and having a conversation of okay, this is the awareness piece. This isn't bad. You're not a bad person. This is just awareness. How do you gain information from this? And we're really just starting where you are. You know, we're not, this isn't rocket science. We're starting with who you are, where you are right now, even if it feels terrible, like you, there's so, so much information to gather from feeling in a, from being in a stuck place. You know, Mm -hmm. we put so much, um, negativity on, not knowing what we want to do, feeling stuck, not feeling like we're being guided in the right direction. You know, those, those things feel us, leave us feeling so terrible and so defeated sometimes, Mm. but there is so much information together and it does take someone else's perspective. Sometimes usually a coach, usually a counselor Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to pick up on those things that you are not feeling great about. Mm-hmm. and just rephrase them and then you're hitting the ground running you know you're taking off and you're you're feeling good again and you're on the right path so and you you know you're providing such such great insights of these elements that um that are super helpful and you know a, a really really great resource to be able to utilize in thinking about those individuals that are really, really stuck grinding their gears. They're in analysis paralysis. Um, mm-hmm. What I've noticed is that uh, people who are extremely analytical um, in times of uh, fear and uncertainty, they're going to like, that's going to jump up a couple of extra levels. And the the problem is they never really get anywhere because they're worried that I'm going to make the wrong choice and I'm going to make the sure. wrong decision moving forward. So what would be like a good first step or first two steps, um, maybe to, to just help break that cycle? Good question. I think, you know, as I'm thinking of a, a grad, a student who's about to graduate, you know, maybe they're looking for jobs, maybe they're looking for internships. Mm-hmm. It's talking to as many different people as possible. It's looking into different options as far as what can I try for the first time? What can I experiment with? 
But taking those two things and then pairing them with an assessment at the same time, you're going to get your light bulb moments. You're going to get the insightful conversation that you need a lot faster than just talking to kind of a one-off person, just trying something new for the first time, like an internship um, and, and feeling it out. Um, those are those are amazing things, great things. Absolutely continue to do them. But pairing that with the information of why is this a good fit for me? What have I learned? why this isn't a good fit for me, why I had a challenging situation with that boss, manager, supervisor, Um, really asking yourself why, why, why is going to get you so much more information at an early age. And I I use that topic or that idea with my middle schoolers in the past. Um, Answering the question why as you're learning and as you're going through is going to get you a lot get you to where you want to go a lot faster, where you need to go a lot, a lot sooner. Um, but you know, sometimes we don't always have that information in front of us. And sometimes we don't have that person drilling those questions into us, those questions that we really need. You know, we grow up in school and it really, if you think about it, it, we learn through a deficit model, you know, you're not good at math, work harder at math. You're not good at English, work harder at English. And not enough people, especially with young students, are sitting them down and saying, okay, but why do you have a hard time with math? Like, why does that face a challenge for you? You know, why is English hard for you? How do we, knowing who you are, knowing how you learn, how do we pair those things um, up with who you are to get you through math as best as possible and be successful with it? But, you know, let's focus on the English where you really shine. Um, so you have to answer your question. You really have to connect the dots between how you specifically do things. You know, some people are natural communicators. Some people are natural executors. A lot of times the natural executors are the ones that are succeeding. They're getting that interview. They're getting that job. They're on to the next one. And their career path is moving forward. A lot of times, sometimes with, um, personalities who are more of the relationship builders, You know, sometimes we're not the greatest executors, but we have to narrow down and figure out how do we specifically execute on something when it's not as obvious as someone who has natural talents and motivations to then just go and execute and do the thing. Um, So taking a step back and learning how you specifically do things in certain ways is going to answer that question for you individually. So many, so many um, brilliant points there. And one of the things that really resonated a lot with me was the attraction uh, point. It was It's kind of like, what's going to provide sort of that magnet for you that, that kind of pulls you to that next step or that next level or helps guide you rather than kind of feeling like you're pushed. And mm-hmm. it, as you kind of said, it's really, really easy to fall into that deficit mindset because that's kind of what we're trained to do early on, target the weaknesses, figure out what you're not doing right. That's the messages that we get like really early on about, okay, fix this, fix this, fix this. Mm-hmm, totally. The, pro- the problem is if we hear those messages all the time about, okay, you're not doing this right. You need to fix this. You need to improve this. It's like, where's our attention going? Where's our focus going? It's not on the stuff that we do well. And that's the stuff that's actually going to pr- provide us 
you know, growth and prosperity, right? That's the stuff totally. we, we need to focus on. So, man, totally. these are just brilliant points. I'm just so glad that um, that we had you on today and uh, be able to provide some depth to this stuff because this is great. One of the things that I'm also kind of thinking, too, by doing this approach and really following more in the strengths and, and focusing on these natural talents and these things that you do well, I'd have to assume that this is going to drop a lot of that anxiety. This is going to alleviate some of the fear that people have about, oh, I don't know if I can hang with this profession. I don't know if I'm going to be good enough. Totally. And, you know, you have to ask yourself that. If, am I good enough? Am I, maybe I'm not good enough to, to, you just, like you said, hang with that profession. And you know what, if you're not if that profession is not speaking to you, it's not jumping out at you, it's not getting you excited, why do you want to be there in the first place? You know, why Why, why do you want to follow the shiny thing that everyone is doing that's the popular thing to do, but when you get there, you're just going to find out that it's not suited for you anyways. Mm-hmm. So I know that's so hard, especially for young people and students to kind of take a step back and and listen to that piece of it. And I loved the word that you used just a little bit ago was that magnet. You know, you got to figure out what that magnet piece is for you. But as we're going through school and as we're trying to figure out what our major is and we're trying to figure out what our career is and not knowing what that is and feeling stuck and going in circles, we also have to take a step back and, and realize and be okay with, and this is the hardest, so much easier said than done. The hardest part to do is that, you know, that thing might not be showing itself to you just yet. It might not be, you might not figure that out in school. You might not figure that out with your first job. You might not figure that out with your internship. The people that you meet right out of college, they're not the ones that are helping you guide you to what that makes sense for you career-wise. So being okay with the fact that it might take a little bit longer, you just got to keep exploring, keep learning, keep finding what that thing is for you. But having faith, knowing that it's coming, it it absolutely is coming. I mean, my, my journey, it took 10 years to get to where I am now. You know, I went from business to PR to communication, like, and then school counseling and education. So it, it's a stepping stone for so many of us. And I think finding those people to talk to, to have those conversations with about, okay, your journey was long. It didn't happen right when you were five years old and you realized you wanted to be a doctor, you know? So finding those people that have also had those struggles to be able to relate to, um, to ask them questions about their journey and their story Um, is only going to help you kind of take a little bit of that anxiety off, take a step back, take a breather and know that it's okay that that thing is still coming. It's, it's, it's okay that it's not right in front of you at this very moment, but having the patience to do that, especially when there's pressure, outside pressures, maybe it's parents, why don't you have a job yet? Or, you know, maybe you're still living at home and it's time to get the wheels moving and and move out. But at the same time, moving out is scary. And, you know, I got to support myself. And how do I do that if I don't know what I want to do? So the questions add up, the questions add up, the questions add up, but we just have to take some time to ask the right questions, not the scary, overwhelming questions all the time. I think that's so true that it can very quickly build up and it clouds that clarity that we may already have. And I think there's also just in our society, in our world, wherever it comes from, this idea that we have to have career clarity, 
right? We have to know what the thing is. And I think so many of us don't, and maybe we never do. I was just speaking with someone. She's closer to the end of her career, looking to make a change, kind of like, I just want to do something a little bit more fun for the last five or six years before I retire. Like very kind of chill in my conversations with her. And she said right out the gate, she's like, I don't think I've ever really known what I wanted to do. I just (laughs) did the things that came And I used my strengths, right? Like she knew I'm good at talking to people and I'm good at connecting with people. And that's how she's moved around in some really well-known businesses and worked her way up and transitioned fields a couple of times. And and now it's at this point, it's like, I just want to do something kind of fun, which I think is so refreshing to hear someone with that outlook. And I think so important to kind of say that and to share that story for especially students, young professionals, whoever they are, who feel like they need this one kind of target point um, versus really looking at your strengths and saying, okay, how can I use this right now in this role? And then from that position saying, okay, how can I use this other strength or use that experience in addition to my strengths and make the next move and kind of that constant pivot or shift or whatever word describes that, that's the least scary Totally. I think we'd be so surprised if we just, you know, took more time to have conversations with people who are at the end of their career or like the person you're working with, you know, she's ready for a change, but have more conversations with those people who, you know what, they don't know what they wanted to do from day one and they were figuring it out the entire time. You know, it doesn't, you don't know that that's not on the surface level, but it was really there the whole time. And some of us just need variety. You know, we also have to give our permission, ourselves permission to say that it's okay to change. It's okay to change our minds. It's okay to, you know, take a step back and, and learn that we just need something different. But society and so many things outside of our control have told us that that's not appropriate. It's not okay. It's not the right thing. You, you got to have it all together. It needs to look a certain way, you know, but some of us just are wired to have variety. We're wired to have changed. And so if you're someone who needs to change jobs every three, four or five years, because, you know, it's just not getting you excited anymore, or you know what, something sounds more exciting, or I've always wanted to try this. Maybe, maybe I could get my hand in, in something along those lines, you know? So being okay with doing that is, is also a challenge, but you know, there's so many of us that need that and we just need to listen to that need. But Sometimes it's harder said than done because, again, we we go back to that deficit model. You know, that's just right. not how not how our our world and our society is is set up to support us. So, yeah. yeah. When you think about kind of everything we've talked about and that deficit model and, and learning our strengths and playing to those strengths, it is the start of 2022. Mm-hmm. We have lots of people listening who are maybe in the middle of their college experience or starting to prepare for graduation. So while kind of keeping that mindset of like, yeah. it's okay to not have clarity and to not have it figured out, if you had to pick one or two kind of practical steps for our listeners to take to just kind of move them forward in this process, what would you suggest to them? Number one would be perspective. So I understand needing to pay off those loans, supporting yourself, getting a job and and doing the thing is, is super important, but it's perspective. It's 
defining what a job is, defining what a role is, and defining what your career is. Um, I was listening to someone who had this set up in a religious conversation, and I was like, oh my gosh, that could be applied to so many different things. So I applied it to the career conversation, and it's helped so many people. So a job, I like to say, is what do I need to do right now to make money, to hustle, to support myself so I can live and eat and pay the bills? What is my role? Um, what would I like that to look like as far as me learning how to do something, learning that this is the right fit for me and getting excited about a position, um, that I see myself in for a little while, you know, I want to take some time to try this out, but then while you're in that role, deciding if this is the right career for you. So career is when I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. And this is the thing I want to do for the next 25 years. Or you know what? I have a solid plan and this thing is going to get me to my next 10 years. But after that, maybe I'll change. So after that role, after you've found your sweet spot, that's when we can transition it into a career. So for those of us who are just graduating, it's all new. It's all fresh. Give yourself the right perspective to set yourself up mentally the right way so you don't freak out. You don't have those panic moments. Um, I mean, they're going to come. That's just part of it. It's it's all normal. Um, but not having that perspective and not having those clear defined roles for what we're doing can get us in that cycle of being stuck over and over again. And sometimes it's, it's separate from our strengths. It's separate from who we are. It's just how we're looking at the path and, and what needs to happen for ourselves. Um, number two, for those of us just graduating, it's, you know, ask that question. Why I'm going to circle back to that again. Ask that question. Why it's not only the, what, not only the, okay, I did the internship. I learned this about myself. I've had this conversation with a manager. I've, I've grown in this way, but taking that information and asking why, why is this the right fit for me? Why is this the wrong fit for me? Why do I want something different? Why does this feel weird? Why does this feel right? And having a solid handle on that um, question. So learning yourself in that process and giving your permission, giving yourself permission to do what you need to do throughout that process. Yes, 100%, 100%. I'm, I'm really glad that you emphasize that, uh, that point about why, because it, it really does. It uh, communicates things to yourself on a much deeper level than like, what do I need to do? Um, and I think that um, that's really powerful. And I, I think that's where a lot of that, that change can really kick off from. So, uh, Molly, it's been amazing today. You've provided so much depth and understanding about this concept. And, um, you know, one of the questions that we ask to cap off every episode is if you had one that is like your best of the best, if you had one piece of career advice that you could pass along to the next generation, um, it's a heavy question, but what would that be? I would say one college is just part of your story. You know, we get to college and it's it's this fun, amazing, shiny thing. There's so many opportunities, but you know, on the the backside of college, it's it's really just a short part of your story. Um, and you know, life is short. Life is too short not not to take the time to not only do what you want to do and, and have fun with it, enjoy it, but taking the time to learn what that is for you is equally as important, maybe a little bit more important in my world. So. Perfect. Perfect. So, uh, after today's episode, I'm sure people are going to want to find you, um, and, uh, get connected and learn a little bit more about your work. So where's the best place to find you? Um, all things, social media at Molly Kate coaching. And then my website is mollykatecoaching.com. 
perfect. Definitely go check out all of Molly's content. And if you have questions or are interested in learning more about Gallup Strengths, I know I'm a huge fan um, of them and can't promote them enough too. So definitely check those out. And I'm sure Molly will field any questions you have about those as well. Um, to reiterate what Brad said, I just think a great episode to dive into our strengths and to really kind of talk about how career clarity is important, but also, you know, it's okay to not know and it's okay to kind of be on that journey and to kind of ebb and flow with the twists and turns and to, you know, use your strengths along the way and really kind of recognizing what comes more naturally to us and what we're drawn to in that way um, and to go with that. So Molly, we appreciate you being here and thank you again for sharing all of your insight with us. Thank you guys for having me. This is your career GPS and your journey awaits. <laughs>